Welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jason St. Clair. If you're new to the podcast, I basically go over a bunch of news that a lot of other news agencies may have missed, especially around the world. Um, there's a lot of information out there and a lot of it's going missing. I, uh, I try to give my little opinion here and there. Sometimes I just roll through it for everybody to just give an update. We're going to start off with news um, out of India regarding social media, Twitter specifically. Twitter stripped immunity for user content in India following clashes with government. Prime Minister Modi administration cracked down on social media platform with what Kriger says an attempt to censor opposition. India has officially stripped Twitter of its liability protections over user uploaded content as the government cracks down on social media platform. In a similar fashion to social media regulation in most democracies, India has previously given the platform immunity regarding the defamatory or hostile messages posted by its users. But a new law, which came into effect in May, enabled the government to remove this immunity if Twitter was judged to have failed to respond to legal instructions or remove posts or share information about the identity's poster. So, man, you better not talk trash about the government. They'll come right after you. They're taking away uh, anonymity is what it is. India's IT ministry told the high court in New Delhi that Twitter's non-compliance amounted to breach of provisions of the IT Act, causing it. The firm to lose its immunity, according to the filing date on July 5th. Relations between the government and company have deteriorated rapidly over the course of 2020 and recent weeks. A number of police chases have been police cases have been brought against Twitter and its executives. Earlier this year, the company clashed with Indian government and refused to ban more than 1,100 accounts supporting a protest by farmers. As a country battle with COVID 19, the social media platform hosted a lot of criticism from the Indian government. Prime Minister Modi subsequently instructed Facebook, Twitter, Instagram to take down posts, many of which critical of the government's role in managing public health crisis. Government officials said this action was taken to curb misleading content or messaging that could cause panic, but critics alleged the move was a thinly veiled attempt at a censoring criticism of the government shortly before elections. Sky News, and yeah, but I mean, that's what's part of being in a democracy, right? You're going to face that kind of stuff. Sky News analysis of the tweets, which the government attempted to remove, found the majority of the critical government's handling of the crisis. In some cases, they attributed blame directly to Mr. Modi. Okay. Trade technology and the U.S.-EU summit promises a promise. So appraisals of the significance of the results of the recent U.S.-EU summit vary widely. Financial Times columnist Martin Sandbuch proclaimed the event made a title change in transatlantic relationships and the West previously a betting influence around the world. The more jaundiced eyes of political reports, however, were more stable. This is um, AIE.org. Fundamentally, the EU and US have drifted apart on key economic geopolitical questions. So first, you should know that atmospherics do not count after suffering repeated attacks from Donald Trump. An alleged trade and security lapses, European leaders offered sincere and heartfelt declarations that America is back on the global scene. In that regard, most notable, most noted potential groundbreaking decision was established of the EU-US Trade Technology Council, a forum before discussing and working through trade, central trade and technology issues. The council was given an ambiguous, ambitious, excuse me, agenda, working with groups established security, semiconductors, and other emerging technologies, global tech standards, and supply chains. I think a tax, I think a, like a uniform tax rate, I think is part of that. Yeah, it could be wrong. In regard to that, several issues misreported during the summit. Most particular leaders did not, as CNBC explained, resolve the long-running Boeing Airbus subsidy issue. Rather, they agreed to suspend tariffs. Okay, there is a tax. 
relating to key subsidiary for five years. Since then, the U.S., EU, Boeing, Airbus, Talks, World, WTO, World Trade Organization have described it as cordial. Something around the vexed issue of President Trump's invocation, national security grounds levy steep tariffs on European steel and aluminum products that Joe Biden's Smith did not agree to remove the levies. Hmm. Though strongly pressed the, to do so, by the, do so by the EU, rather the two sides agreed to establish a working group to attempt to settle issues at the year's end. Then there are wrath between digital trade technology and policy issues. Briefly, there are two highlights. First, on data flow and privacy and where the top European court ruled. Then, current arrangement, the U.S. and EU did not live up to EU privacy regulations. All righty, all righty. Check this out. So the Yahoo brand is still worth $1.6 billion to masayoshi Sun. The Yahoo brand, once an internet name as iconic as Google, may have been worth little to Gen Z years and fa- more familiar to TikTok and Instagram, but its values still has in Japan where the illustrious marquee just sold for $1.6 billion. Z Holdings, the units of Mayoshi Sun SoftBank Group, agreed to buy the rights to the Yahoo name in Japan for 178.5 billion yen, so $1.6 billion, to replace its existing licensing agreement. The deal follows the sale of Verizon Communications Media Division, the bulk of which is the original U.S. version of Yahoo Web Portal, to private equity firm Apollo Management for $5 billion. So it looks like they sold off a section of it. From internet leader to laggard, Yahoo through the year. So Yahoo Inc. was a son, was one of Sun's early big investments who built a $100 million stake in one of the original web startups in the mid-1990s. So while the U.S. brand has fallen from favor from the English language, it's a vital part of the Z Holdings portfolio, along with messaging from AppLine, fashion, e-commerce outlet, Zozo, and PayPal. Look, they're still huge. They're like the third most visited site in the U.S., all right, news out of Myanmar. Aung San Suu Kyi hints at unlawful pers- uh, pers- prosecution following the walkie-talkie trial. Aung said leader Kyi has asked military wants to cross-examine her to determine whether or not she was prosecuted in accordance with the law. Her lawyer, Zha, Kim Mong Saw, said on Monday her trial for politically motivated charges of illegal importing walkie-talkies and flouting COVID-19 restrictions. Come on, give him some baloney. She believes she didn't commit those crimes and did not commit corruption either. Prior to the start of the trial, Key's lawyers subjected regular examinations, their case, documents, and evidence. All the documents are checked. As a result, it took longer. We only have a little time to talk with her. During the trial, a clerk from Zay, uh, Zay, the Cato Ward Administrative Office, and police officer were examined to persecution a witness in the case of Sun Key. As President Mient, who stand and accused of flouting COVID 19 restrictions. Anyways, more charges, more charges, more charges against her. Keep her in jail as long as you can. Okay, I'm going to finish off with Elon Musk and SpaceX. SpaceX Starship could chomp up space junk on its way to Mars. Hmm. SpaceX CEO Elon Musk said the company's Starcraft, a Starship could use its moving door to chomp up debris in space. We could fly Starships around and space chomp up debris with a moving ferrying door, he said. The door can open when it reaches a certain orbit, deploy spacecraft, and close up before the Starship makes its way back to Earth. Musk responded to a Twitter user asked billionaire entrepreneur whether SpaceX had any idea for clearing up space junk. He said, yes, we could fly the Starship around and chomp up debris with a moving door. All right, that's interesting. At what cost and why would you do it? Uh, SpaceX president said he has previously... The Starship could help pick up junk. Oh, so what is that, a selling point? Like, hey, I could help clean up the skies. I mean, there's, 
like what value is that maybe like is there any value in recycling old satellites i think that'd be the only only like plus there all right everybody thanks for listening to the indiscriminate news network take care i'm your host jason like claire i hope everybody had a good long weekend if you're here in the states if you're not oh you had a good weekend anyway either way <laughs> all right bye <laughs>